Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Man, season three kicking off. Sure feels good to be sitting back at the table with you, Brett. I had to get the dust off my mic. Yeah, these things have been... They really didn't move. Up. They've been here the whole time I since know. last season. You we, still got the broken drill in here. We've been the only ones that have left. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, like I said, season three, episode one. Uh, really looking to kick off the season right. This will be yeah. an awesome time this year. Start strong. Yep. Yeah, it'll be a little bit. I can already feel it's a little different. It'll be a bit to get into the swing of the short of the podcasting, but um, yeah, we're a little rusty getting it set up. Well, you're talking a little fast already. I can tell. Oh well, maybe I'm a little <laughs> nervous. It's been a long summer without sitting behind a mic. I know. I'm pretty excited. I like that's what I like about doing the break and only doing ice fishing. Like we've had folks mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, you know, why don't you just do the whole season? Talk about or do the whole year? Talk about open water fishing because you obviously do that." But yep. There's something about kind of staying invigorated and staying fired up about it. Yeah. It's nice to take that break, come back strong. The temps are starting to fall. You're getting kind of horned up for, for ice season. Although, oh, yeah. I mean, we're probably realistically, you know, we'd be lucky usually mid, mid-December to be Ish. on the ice, but yeah. uh, realistically probably January. Yeah, but uh, that first that first cold snap, like kind of this morning waking up. Yeah, felt good. frost on the windshield. That was pretty cool. Yep. Um, really gets you in the mood for, for talking ice fishing. And I know everyone's been fired up oh, yeah. on Facebook wanting to know when you guys coming out, when season three, yep. when are we going to start talking ice fishing? I got yep. an itch I need to scratch. Um, so that's been really cool to follow along. Well, and the off-season downloads have been just going nuts here the last couple of weeks, starting to chart yeah, on ramping up Apple charts and hitting up on Canada. So, yeah, thanks to everyone in Canada who's making us chart oh, on my gosh, Apple yeah. Podcasts already. We're freaking killing it in Ontario. In the hobbies category. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. So, Ben, uh, we're the Short Rod Show. we got a lot of new listeners. Why don't you clue them in on what we are, what yeah. we're here to do, how we're any different than uh, any other ice fishing podcast that you listen to. Yeah, so uh, so Brett and I started off uh, a couple years ago just chatting ice fishing and thinking that uh, some others might benefit from us, from our discussions, basically, and, yep. and talking back and forth about gear and tactics and ice fishing trips we've taken and uh, just... The, the experience we have here, we're two guys from Iowa. Uh, the style of ice fishing we do is a little bit different than other mm-hmm. areas around the country. Uh, a lot of people find that interesting. Um, you know, we have trout guys fishing mountain lakes up in Colorado that yeah. just love the, the noogie bite and the schoolie rods. Um, <laughs> and then we got guys up in the Northeast and up into Canada, um, you know, that just... You know, they don't know the kind of style of ice fishing that we do until we started doing a show, and it's been really cool. Well, and frankly, uh, I had no clue on how they were ice fishing until they started chirping back at us, and I was like, holy yeah. cow, this is sweet. So, yeah, it's been really good. We've learned a lot of stuff. Uh, our listeners have learned a lot of stuff. We've had a ton of uh, a ton of listeners just get started into ice fishing in the last couple of years oh, yeah. and basically use our show as their as their starting point. Yeah. And you, you know, that's what we wanted to design it as. So if, if you guys are new into the sport, start on, just start on season one, start listening through season one, clever ice tactics is still our number one, most downloaded episode. And that was like our, what? Second episode, third. Yeah. We were still pretty green, but we, we were, were reading it basically straight off of uh what's the in fisherman ice fishing episode. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we had that as a reference, or a adding our own flavor to it. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, we're just two average dudes. Um, you know, that's the main thing, the main takeaway on this. There's, there's a couple other ice fishing podcasts out there that are big time, uh, sponsored by 
big name companies. Yep. Uh, and we're just two dudes down in my basement recording uh, some cool ice fishing content. Yeah, for me, and you touched on it a little bit, you know, is we're down in Iowa. Like you don't really think of that as the heart of the ice boat. You don't got you don't yeah. have many people up north traveling south to go ice fishing in Iowa. And I just kind of felt like it was an underserved area of ice yeah. fishing because frankly we're not fishing many natural lakes. Um and we're fishing some very I mean, I don't even know if I'd call it stained water. It's just dirty. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of sediment. Towards the end of the season it starts to clear up, but a lot of sediment in the water. Yep. Uh and a lot of our lakes are kind of impoundments or reservoirs uh, where a lot at yeah. some, well, pretty much all of them mm-hmm. where at some point, you know, it's just a dammed up Creek ravine, something like that. Um, and there are a couple hundred acres. It's not like, you know, in the heart of the ice belt, you're getting into those shield lakes. You got all these natural lakes up in Minnesota, Wisconsin, South Dakota. Uh, and it just, frankly, they just fish a lot different. Yep. Um, and we don't quite have the species variation. I mean, we're not fishing pike we're not, we're, there's walleyes and there's some of that stuff, but yeah. Um, I mean, our primary species, perch. Or I won't even say perch. I might be wrong, also. But we we primary have gotten more. In, we have gotten more into perch lately. Crappies, crappies, bluegills, <laughs> bass, yep. catfish. Yep. Uh, which pound for pound? Oh, I don't. Wouldn't even say pound for pound. I would just say flat out fun fish to catch through the ice. Yep, is a channel catfish. Brett the cat daddy. Yep, <laughs> that's a great episode too. Yep. So I thought, you know, why don't we start a podcast chat? Because I can't be the only one that feels like that. Yep. Um, and not only just for me, just because I think I have a bunch of shit to say, it's it's been overwhelming and awesome having people come back to us and say, hey, yeah. we've we've we fished those same situations and here's what we do or, yep. you know, learn from each other. And it's been it's been fantastic. Yeah, that's super cool for, like I said, two guys from Iowa to get that kind of interaction with people around the world. That's been super cool. So appreciate all of our fans that have uh, gotten us to this point. You know, we're learning more every day. We're doing more all the time. Yep. This season's going to be, of course, the best one yet. We can't just come out and say. See, it's it's tough to say it's that. It's not going to be that good. It's, it's tough to be say that good. because you don't know what the ice <laughs> is going to be like. If I knew that we were going to have good ice in December, I'd say, yeah, this is going to be the best season yet. But the second I say that, we probably won't even have good ice till February, and it's going to be the worst season. What yet. about your woolly caterpillars? Well, so uh, – <laughs> I found Iowa State did a study that there's no correlation between winter. Oh, it's man. more about moisture. Okay. Dryness, whether it's wet or moist, really wet or dry, uh, in that, I think it was that spring, um, d- depicts on how much, oh, man. How, how black that woolly, woolly caterpillar is. Uh, which somewhat, I guess, if you want to take a long thing, kind of maybe correlates to how much snowfall you end up with. But uh, Yeah, still. I was really looking forward to a real yeah, hard freeze. Like yeah. it always seems like in Iowa, we get a hard freeze. We just get out on the ice, maybe for like a day or two, yep. and then it warms up. And then it takes it away. And then it just goes. Whoo, and then tanks. things get sketchy for a little bit. Yep. And then you got refreeze and thaw and refreeze going on. Yep. And then just then ruins, you're fishing like the North it. Shore, yeah, of a pond. Yeah, we'll be doing that again for sure. That's that that's, was sketch. that's sketch. Sketchy at best. Yeah. <laughs> but uh the like brett said the area we we live in a lot of uh reservoir type lakes man-made lakes yep um right where we live in the des moines metro area tons of great um suburban lakes yep, ponds small urban fishing half half acre one acre Spots, yep 10 15 acres at the max there's a few that get into or feet deep uh yeah. there's a few that get into 20 yeah so there's wow. there's a lot of times we'll record out on the ice we like to do that uh yep. set up in the shack and and uh, get the camera rolling on some some night bite action. Yep. Try some different lakes out. Yep. Um, just 
it's all about, you know, we have families, we have jobs, we have a lot of stuff going on, getting out and fishing when you can, enjoying that time out on the water. Yep. Which is... That's one thing I'm interested in cool. uh, as we develop the show here this season is, you know, when we first started, uh, we had just had Thomas. You didn't have mm-hmm. Henry yet. Mm-hmm. And now Thomas is two years old. Yep. I've got a four-month-old Gwen at home. Henry's yeah. almost a year and a half. Yep. Year and a quarter. Yep. Uh, is just seeing how our fishing evolves uh as our families grow yeah um versus you know hardcore i'm out there in the sleet and the hail and the shit versus oh yeah you know now we got to kind of curve it up a little bit uh go out at night when you get a chance yeah uh, after everybody goes to bed Uh, yeah or the early morning trips you know we'll go out three four in the morning get out there fish a little bit leave at nine o'clock yep get back for breakfast time yep be back for (laughs) breakfast (laughs) so yeah it definitely is a little bit different but we wanted to make a podcast that's for everybody and when we say it's for the everyday ice fishermen that's what we are that's exactly what it is i mean we're not running we have upgraded our gear a little bit over (laughs) the year but over the years um but i mean i feel like we're running the same stuff anybody else is it's not like we're running the latest greatest all the time i mean even my panoptics don't even sell the sucker behind they don't even sell that sucker anymore yeah we just like to wait and see what works and then we'll steal the ideas we like yep as it comes out yep um but a lot of lots of diy stuff too last year we got into some of that um you know different tips and tricks and and basically making it your own at all levels of the sport instead of some of the podcasts some of the ice fishing shows like youtube channels like they they want for nothing they have everything they could ever want yep for ice fishing if that means and unlimited time to do it yeah yep like that's their whole winner sometimes and then it's easy to look at that and go oh man well shoot i'm just down here in iowa like what can i do yep i got you know a lot of stuff going on this winter yeah and like ben (laughs) mentioned you know he likes likes a lot of the diy stuff where I like the stuff that I can use for multiple uh, situations or yep. or multiple uses anyways. Like, yeah. I don't just have shack lights. I have a halogen light that I use as a job site light that I can also put in the shack. And then I can use it during the summer. And then I use my batteries during the yeah. summer. And I use, you know, anything that I can use all year round, I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah, and that drives me nuts. Like, yeah. my ice stuff just is ice stuff. Yeah. And I buy stuff for that purpose. Yeah. I'm like, when I need that to work, it better be it better work. where it was. And it working again. Like for me, I'm yeah. holding off putting the drill on my auger because I got a few house projects yet to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I'll put the drill on the auger for the winter. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit different style uh, between us, but it works well. We fish a lot together. Yeah. Uh, we fish tournaments together. We love meeting people out on the ice. Um, yeah. Just love meeting fans and, and having people recognize us is pretty cool too. Yeah. Just chit chatting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's Absolutely. amazing what people open up with you and tell you. What kind of information people tell you when? Uh, oh yeah, when they think they're talking to somebody that's. T- that, I mean, obviously, it's just going to blare it to the world anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you guys have heard our yeah. podcast. You know, you know, you know what it's all about. But um, that's good. We all we have a good time. Yeah, we record once a week um, throughout the ice season, so we try and keep it current. We want it to be within yep. the last week. If there's a big storm that blows through the Midwest and shuts everything down for a blizzard. You'll hear hear about it it that week. Yep. Um, You know, whatever ice conditions you're out fishing in, we're out fishing in it too. So um, it's not something, you know, a lot of channels drop an episode uh, once a week and in the middle of summer, they'll have a big ice fishing episode. Yep. It's like, oh, well, that would have been cool to know about last year. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, they're just sharing everything. Anything that they play this year was all just recorded last year or, yeah, Yeah. a couple weeks out. Yep. That sort of deal. But so, yeah, try to keep it as current as possible. Um, Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Well, what are we talking about after uh, we come up through the break here? 
Uh, so what I think we want to hit on, since we did not have a long rod show this yeah, year. Yeah, we didn't. We uh, missed that. Talk a little bit about... Dad life. Updates, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll do a little bit of our summer fishing, uh, what we got into, how we yeah. did it. Um, yeah, we've got a couple updates on that. Had some fun some fun open yeah. water fishing trips. Ben had a big upgrade to his fishing arsenal. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, talk about that. And then I want to touch a little bit, because we got to talk a little bit about ice fishing. I want to talk touch on yep. goals for this season. Yes. You know, what What do we want to accomplish? What do we want to go out and do? What do we want to see? Any species we want to target? Just one or two goals. Um, something to kind of, for you guys to follow along and see how we break that down. Uh, awesome. Mine, my, I've been thinking about mine for a while, so they'll be a little bit All challenging. Summer. So oh, boy. The fish catch, the actual fish catching might be down a little bit, but hopefully the size will be up. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. And then a little surprise at the end. Yep. So yep. stick around towards that for, yeah, there's for the some, end of that. There's some surprise. There's oh, some, man. I'm excited. We've been busy this off season. <laughs> uh, well, not even this all off season, just this last month, really. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're getting the itch, too, guys. So stick around for us. And that's all coming up after the break on The Short Rod Show. Ben, where have you been? We've got a short rod show episode to drop here in a half an hour. Ah, shoot. I've been outside blowing snow in my driveway for the last hour. Jeez, give me a break, Brett. Man, you just got to hire that out. I don't know. Like, how would I find someone that could do it? I don't know. I just look up on Google. Yeah, that could work, but how do I know they're any good? All I know is that the best companies use Evergrow Marketing to show up on Google. Yeah, that's a good point. I know Evergrow Marketing is a digital marketing agency that provides straightforward solutions for local service businesses. Yeah, but what does that mean? Well, Brett, it means if your business relies on leads and inquiries from your surrounding area, they'll take care of your website, make sure you're showing up on search engines like Google, and make your phone ring with new business. They've worked with landscaping and lawn care companies, roofing contractors, car dealers, hospitals, banks and credit unions, and more. If you own or work for a business that could use a little help with the digital side of your marketing, check them out over at evergrowmarketing.com. Also, tell them that Ben and Brett over at the Short Rod Show sent you, and they'll knock 10% off your first bill. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us through the break. Uh, today, we are talking a little summer fishing Yep. before we get into the ice season. Um, you know, as Brett mentioned before, we normally would do a uh, intermediate episode to the summer and kind of update everybody. The Long Rod Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we do do a decent amount of summer fishing, but... I feel like this this summer, this season went really well. Like it was really cool. Um, this for this year, just it's different. Well, you have obviously a large fishing life uh, change. Oh, yeah, yeah. About uh, that. That's what made it different. Yeah. So um, th- this past year is a little tough. My uh, my grandpa passed away, um, which was which was a you know of course a huge loss. Um, but with that, I was able to purchase his boat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is a sweet rig. Um, it's a custom welded aluminum boat. Um, it's mostly flat bottom with a modified V in the front. Um, and 19 and a half foot. It's got a 90 horse two stroke on the back. Yeah. Works really that good. That thing is a tank. Yeah. I mean, and, cool. and I said that right when I first saw it. I was like, you know, when people put bumpers on the side of their boats, they want to protect their boat from the dock. The yeah. dock needs bumpers to protect itself from your boat. Oh, man. It's that awesome. thing is a freaking beast. Running in a ground, bump, bouncing well, off docks, what, whatever eight, you want. It's 16th inch plate? It's like 8th inch plate. 8th inch plate. Yeah. Yeah. Like just plate aluminum. It's, it's a total a tank. tank. Oh my and it's gosh. heavy. Like, I, yeah. I don't know what it exactly weighs, but you know it's behind you when you're pulling All it. All weld aluminum. Yeah. 18 um, foot, right? 19 and a half. 19 and a half foot. 
Holds eight, Coast, rated for eight people. Coast Guard front. We tested out. Yeah. We are pretty dang close. I think we had six guys in it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically at capacity, um, <laughs> which is pretty cool. But yeah, so that, that was cool because I've never had a boat before. I've always been bumming off other people. You know, I'd text Brett, hey, you want to go out fishing this weekend? Like, let's get well, the boat out. Well, I would say out. you got up to speed pretty quick. Yeah, I did. Um, both in your skills, uh, loading and unloading the boat. Yep. Uh, and the uh, the electronics you got strapped to her anyways. Yeah, so when I get out on the boat ramp now, people just, they know this guy knows what's up. Well, we did have the one hiccup when I went with you guys to Sailorville. Uh, we forgot to take the back strap off. The back chain, not a strap. Yeah, that's a chain. chain. I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a little embarrassing. Yeah. So um, we're getting there. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been really cool. And now I know what it's about, like just being able to go out. I went out probably once. I've had it out once or twice a week the entire summer. Yep. Um, and so that was really cool to actually get some hours on it. I put about 100 hours on the outboard. Holy cow. That's just outboard run time. That's impressive. And that's been pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, upgraded the uh, electronics on it. It had uh, an old, like, the first Humminbird. Uh, that was built into the dash. It was like a flasher built into the well, dash. Well, that flasher, yeah. This had a, It had another hummingbird on the side. Like oh, the, that's right. Shows the little fish icons and all that. Yeah. So switched that out. Uh, went with a Garmin, of course. Yep. I don't know. I just, for the money, really can't. I don't it think comes you can beat the, that. Well, what I like about the Garmin, that the base unit that you got mm-hmm. is it comes with maps already on it mm-hmm. that you can, that update. Yep. And it comes with that uh, live track. Or uh, what's that called? Quick draw. Quick draw. Where it's yes. if you're on a lake that does not have contours or you want to update oh, the contours, yeah. you just flick that right on. Where a humming, where a hummingbird, their their higher end units do it on their own, but yeah. there for a long time you had to buy chips for everything, and it and I mean even the maps you still have to buy chips for all that stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's a really it, it's a seventy three SV. So yep. side imaging, the clear view down, which is cool. Yep. Um, just having something with GPS comes in key. It makes such a huge oh difference. Gosh. If you've never had it, having a fish finder yep. GPS makes a big difference. And it had a 12-volt, 50-pound uh, cable drive trolling yep. motor, which was pretty smooth. Like, it worked fine. Nah, it did Just, not. If there was any breeze, you were not. it wasn't keeping up. It worked fine for a 50-pound, but it's only a 50-pound. It 50 worked, pound. but it did not. <laughs> no. the, the motor itself, yes, it worked, but it did not, it was not handle the size the of yeah. that boat. Yeah. No. So, uh, upgraded that. I did find an 80-pound Tarova. 24 volt. oh my god diamond in the rough and that's like that's that's a unicorn there in 2021 oh my gosh it took a long time to find somebody that had one in stock what was that who were you talking with was that fleet farm you were trying to buy the the yeah. floor unit <laughs> yeah i forgot about that so the poor girl at fleet farm i was like hey this this uh display model can i just buy this because yeah. like you guys have nothing else in stock she's like oh, i don't know let me check and she comes back she's like uh, sir, that's a non-working model they sent us like five years ago. It's literally just for looks. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, well, can you still give me a good deal and I'll buy some parts to throw in? <laughs> just get some parts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that that's like night and day. That trailer works so good. Having a spot lock, uh, having something that'll hold your boat no matter what. Like we're in some pretty stiff wind and it'll rev, I mean, it'll hold you at speed seven, yep. just trying to hold you in, in where you're at. And it does a good job. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty legit. Um, just little stuff otherwise, but it, it had been a boat that had been on the Mississippi river the, its entire life. It had yep. never been anywhere else. Um, upgrade the trailer a little bit, new tires and wheels and stuff. Yeah. New straps, new winch, that kind of stuff. But otherwise. So I do have a question for you, Ben. Um, so you mentioned earlier that 
you're able to get the boat out probably once mm-hmm. or twice a week. Uh, and from what I know, if you hit either Sailorville or Big Creek, mm-hmm. do you feel like you got on a pattern of fish? Like, cause that's when you really are able to start patterning fish. Yes. Um, yes, absolutely. You know, the, the hit or miss, you know, get out when you can sort of thing is great. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to go out and fish when you can, but being able to get out consistently, uh, that's when you're able to really find a school of fish or find a pattern, kind of stick with it. And I mean, I've even had it where before I had kids where, I mean, you were able to follow those fish and that's when you really feel like you're oh yeah a fisherman. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I don't think I got exactly on a pattern, but I'm, I'm at the beginnings of a pattern how's that because like when i when i was going out i mean i was trying but i wasn't most i was mostly testing everything yep and kind of getting getting used to how the boat worked how everything worked together and i wasn't fishing super hard um towards the end of the year yes definitely was getting into something where it was like okay you could reliably go out out. yeah you knew what time you wanted to be out there when they were gonna be biting what to use yep and then uh just having the spot lock like i got that in what august i think i got right before the the big trip basically swap the trolling motor oh, out. Yep. But before that, like taking the kid out, taking the family out with the cable drive trolling motor, we weren't catching anything. It was well, like, you got to fight with that the whole time. Yeah. And then kids running around, you know, we had your son out there with us. That, and was that worked pretty good. Well, yeah. um, that was so slick. Cause you just yeah. let that run. You, you ran the remote control. Yep. We just threw two rods out the side and then we could just tend to the kids. Let yep. the boat take care of itself. Keep hey, the there's a fish. Snack. Sweet. Reel it in. Kids, you can poke it for a little bit, and then we'll throw it oh, back. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty legit. Worked so. out real well. But, yeah, we did have a, a big trip that we both went on. Did a little shallow water walleye well, fishing. Walleye, walleye willy. Yeah. He, he did walleye willy things and took Definitely had the pattern Minnesota. down. Man, that's fun, though. Yeah, he's got that pattern dialed. Yep. So walleye willy's also got himself a new boat. And, <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, he's got the pattern of night bite. Trolling crankbaits yep. on shallow sand flats, uh, just dialed in, and then he really kind of yep. let us let us have at it also, which was interesting. Actually, should we go back up? Make sure people are up to speed with what we're doing here. So, when was that? End of August. End of August. Went yep. up to northern Minnesota. Full moon. A very large, well-known lake. We're not going to say the name. Uh, yeah, full moon weekend. Uh, boys trip. What were there? Twelve of us. It's a good crew. Yeah. yeah, there was a pile of us. Oh man, yeah. yeah, that was a good time. Um, and we were up there for, uh, I think it was was interesting this year was it was kind of a rotating cast of people Mm -hmm. because no one got there at the same time and everyone left at different times also, which was just part of, you know, kind of where we're at in lives. But, um, in the evening was walleye freaking beat down. It was on. Yeah. Um, what was super cool about that is when you catch your limit to where the, the point of you got to eat fish. You got to eat fish you eat to fish be you able can't to catch, go fishing. catch more fish. Yep. Like, I've never done that before. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so, that was pretty cool. And we yep. brought some home, which is good. You know, have some fish tacos. Yep. But tell me, tell me, Ben, what would you say was, how did you put most of the fish on your boat, in in your boat? With with what bait slash? Number five. How were you fishing? Purple Descent. What was the boat? Shad Wrap. How were you? How were you captaining that boat? Two point two mile an hour. Two point two mile an hour. How deep? Willy nilly, all over whatever looked like on the map. Kind of shallow. It was mostly like four to seven feet. Four to seven feet. Same. But we, I did not have the boat control that Walleye Willy did. No, no, no. And you <laughs> don't. A lot of times, I feel like you don't. You want to vary that depth a little yeah. bit. Oh, we definitely were. Um, and then uh, the one night, definitely. We're trying to put the smack down on it. About sank the boat. A little breezy. It was a little too breezy. And uh, 
that's the first time where, I mean, you got your life jacket on, you're like strapped in the back and you're like, all right, we got to do this. Let's keep the, keep the bow up. Um, (laughs) and we ended up wrapping some line around the prop, which is not good. Anybody knows about doing that and a lot of line, not just a couple feet, about a hundred yards of power pro or suffix wrapped around the, the prop. So we ended up come back on the kicker motor and and the trolling motor yep. trying to steer us so it got a little sketchy but that makes you a much better boat captain when as you say it things get nautical yeah when it gets nautical out there that <laughs> makes you a real captain yep, is when absolutely. you get your your uh crew back to back to dry land yeah what, what was your jam uh well my jam was i forgot my lake master chip at home <laughs> uh so i did find it i was like because i was i oh, just you found forgot it. it at home like lost it almost no it was in the center console of my truck oh shit the whole time? So, no, my truck. Oh, See, there's okay. the real catch. Dang it. Well, so my little brother uh, <laughs> bought himself a new truck. Yep. So I was like, hell, we're going to take that sucker up there. I'm not driving mine. Because <laughs> I've been driving all these years oh, yeah. uh, when he comes. And I'm like, well, we'll take that. Yeah. So we get in there and hop in. And then I'm like, so I didn't have the boat this year yep. that I normally do. Uh, I let my brother run it uh, for the summer because he was just going to have more time to do it. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I had a baby in July. Uh, that'll put us at two kids. And then at that point we had two under two. Yep. Um, and I mean, I was lucky to get out with you some of those times. Oh yeah. Um, yep. so I let my brother run it. And then, so when he came up, I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm 99% sure the Minnesota Lake master chip is in the bow of the boat in the little Tupperware dry box Tupperware we keep up there with all oh some gosh. other stuff. And there was a hummingbird <laughs> Lake master, uh, little clip in there. Nothing in it. Oh shoot. Nothing. in it. <laughs> Oh no. Uh, so like, that's got it. some data on it. Oh, it's got all my I waypoints. Mean, it's yeah. got everything. I that's mean, I've like your whole life there. I bet on that terms. lake, I've got over a hundred waypoints just on that <laughs> lake. Uh, and we don't even fish that many spots now. Uh, and so we had to do that. And man, it's been a long time since I fished without a lake map. You were just out there and especially the size of that lake. Oh yeah. We were just driving around blind. Um, so we were really fishing like sh- shoreline structure type stuff at that point. Yep. Um, going back to really what, what I talk about. Uh, when you really kind of get back into your instincts of fishing. So you're following that shoreline. Yep. Where does, where do things change? Where do we go from sand? Where, where are there some transitions on the shoreline that I can feed back into the water and yep. say, Hey, maybe there's something changing here. So we still had depth so I could still see what the, how deep we were. We still had side imaging so I could see what was going on. Yep. Um, so a lot of where we found a lot of the fish we were catching during the day. Uh, we could, I couldn't do it at night. I couldn't, the sand, the offshore no, sandbars that we were fishing that's that you guys enough. were fishing to troll walleyes on. You could not do it without a lake map. Yep. Because it just, the edges that you wanted to fish would go from five feet down to 40 feet. Yep. Like that. And then you're just floating out in the middle of nowhere until you find another edge. And yep. Then you fall off it again and you're not doing anything. So during the day we'd fish, primarily where we found our fish was in 20 to 30 feet. Uh, and I would look for those transitions. So the mm-hmm. big one I was fishing off of was, it would go from like a rocky shoreline and it would start to go, pr- progress into bulrushes, and then it progressed into trees and sand. Uh, right in that area, there was a lot going on. There were some steep breaks, some humps. Yep. And that's where we caught perch. We caught uh, bass. We caught uh, a few small walleyes during the day, not anything real big. Yep. And northern. I mean, all in that one little area. Just a little honey hole. Yep. That's not doing too bad, though. Like no, you said, no, it's, no. it's tough without a lake. And we were rigging big huge. chubs the whole time. I mean, I wasn't, <laughs> I was there. We were, if I was going to try to catch fish during the day, it was going to be a big one. Yep. And I caught a perch, probably a 14 inch perch on a probably six inch chub. Nice. 
Those perch are, that's legit up there too. They were feisty. Yeah. But then we caught a couple of nice, real nice northerns. Good perch bite, definitely. So yeah, the the summer went pretty well. Oh, well yeah. then also the, so as we were going into a little portage, not a portage, but a oh, shallow area to yeah. go from one lake to yep. the next, the trim went out on the boat. Trim quit, didn't want oh, to go back right. down. So we trimmed up yep. to go into the thing, into the next lake. Yep. And then I couldn't get it to trim back down to take off. So then I'm like, oh God, this is going to suck. So like we're bow clear up just trying to go blowing and water out sucked. The so we we'd just go slow and then we came back and got out of there because I didn't have lake maps I didn't have nothing. The battery was dying. Yep. The starter battery was oh freaking dying. It was the problem was was just yeah. I, I, and the problem was I just had that boat too many too often too many summers. And my brother just didn't know what to do to take care of it. Sure. I didn't really explain things to him very well on getting that stuff up to up to speed and keeping it going. Yep. Um, but he's gotten all since then he's gotten it all taken care of. He, he dug into the motor, found a, the trim wire was just loose, Yep. Um, which I'd never messed with, so I didn't really know there what we were go. looking at. He yeah. found it online. He got a new battery. Uh, this summer, we're going to get new trailer tires because the one of the trailers, by the time we got home, one of the tires had bald spots on it Yep. where the belt was starting to show. So I was like, well, shit, we better Go get figure. that. We better yep. do something with that. Uh, boat maintenance. That's yep. awesome. Okay. So otherwise, we're back in business. Um, yeah, the, the, the boat should be ready to rock and roll for me and Thomas and Brian next spring yep that'll be sweet yeah 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 that's that's a game changer just having a boat i get it now that's pretty yeah legit. so i mean i know you got on the boat with me a lot did you, did you do a lot of bank fishing or no, not really no. no if i wasn't out on a boat i probably wasn't fishing you were very doing much. It. i'm not a big bank guy i guess yeah. but uh should be <laughs> but yeah. I, just I mean i got out a couple times here <clears throat> around town i don't know didn't really get on a lot of bite yeah. A few fish here or there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with a newborn, just didn't get out as often as I wanted to, even though it was two months off. So I'm lucky to work for an employer oh that gosh, I know. for a newborn uh, in your bonding time, the father gets two months off. Yep. So instead of fishing, which I should have been doing, I was running trail cameras for deer. That's a whole nother deal. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm still heartbroken. Oh, man. God, that was a big bastard. <laughs> all week i took the I whole week off yep i had fished every i had hunted every day from so i, I hunt early muzzleloader yep and i i love it i i don't know something about that muzzle well because i could focus on that week yep it's not like bow season where you got this you just can't focus on it so yep i took that week off and i had things planned out so becca could take care of the kids or they'd be at daycare and i'd be out hunting and then they she could take care of the evening or the afternoon or whatever yep. uh so i started out saturday saw a pile of deer Sunday saw a pile of deer. Also saw the big buck that I was that I was like, man, I need to try to get on this sucker, but I need to find the right wind because he was to yeah. the south of where I would access instead of the north, and it took a little while to get a south wind so I could go down there to get him. Finally got the wind I wanted. Jeez, freaking sat right on the ravine I was looking because I I like to hunt from the ground. Yeah, uh, had a blow down to my left so he couldn't so he had to be like right on top of yep. me. Freaking shot. He was just right there. Oh, I felt so good about the shot and everything. Came in, stopped, looked at him, and I'm like, Rawr. stopped, bam! And with the muzzleloader, I don't know if you ever shot it, but no. there's a lot of smoke. So oh, you yeah. can't see what happened right after, right yep. immediately. All I see him is him just taking off. And I'm like, go down, go down, go down. And then he just runs into a pile of thicket brush. And oh boy. pretty much I concluded that I'd missed him. Hired a dog, tracking dog to come down, double check. I mean, mm-hmm. it was that nice of a deer for mm-hmm. me to do that. Because yep. I was like, man, how the hell? Because I felt really good about the shot. Well, you might as well, yeah. So I hired Have that guy to come on out. It, either way. And the guy was, so those blood tracking dogs aren't te- technically smelling blood. What they're, techni- what they're smelling initially is the uh, adrenaline of the deer. And then they put on like a wounded 
scent or smell. Mm-hmm. So that's what, so that tracking dog initially hit that adrenaline trail and then it fell off. And then, so then it, the guy knew right away. He's like, you shot at the deer, obviously, but yeah, it's riled no, him up, but yeah, he was he's not fight he or flight. Yeah. Gone. He's gone. So yeah, shoot. Yeah. I had to touch on that a little bit. That was a heartbreaker, <clears throat> man. I know. You put, you put so much time and effort into that. And then the culmination of it, holy just crap, one, what? 10 second moment. Yeah. Maybe 20, know? but yeah. And it's gone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. I got, and the deal, the funny thing, so that Saturday, that Sunday when I had first seen him, my heart was, and I was probably 50, 60 yards away. I, I probably could have taken a shot with my muzzle loader, but he was just in the willows and stuff, and I just didn't have yep. a clear shot. My heart was in my throat, and I was like, holy crap, I've never had this feeling. Yeah. This is a weird feeling. But luckily, I didn't see him very soon. Like He was on top of me by the time I saw him, yep. so I didn't have a time to really shit my pants uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to, to put it on him. But <laughs> evidently, I did anyways. Didn't even realize it. Dang it. Go figure. Yep. yep. No, it was a good summer, though. Good good season. Yep. We got got a lot of nice fish. Had some good trips. We did do a lot of good crappie fishing. Yeah. Uh Big Creekin. Yep. Um man, there's some nice fish in there yeah, yep. this year. Oh man, Big Creek. I know. <clears throat> yep. So let's get on some goals. Or do you have any more you want to well, talk about? I was gonna take summer? a break because I'm gonna grab another beer oh, and yep. we're running out of the time on this little segment. So Already? Yeah. Oh geez. Yeah, we're not gonna make it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll take a short break and then uh, we'll talk some ice fishing goals and don't forget our surprise. Wrap it up. Yeah. Sounds good, guys. You know, Brad, I was poking around on Facebook the other day and I could just not find the short rod show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah. Right. You just punch in short rod show and we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean. Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah, all over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that. Posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah, sweet updates. Awesome. Check us out, guys. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Camera almost timed out, so I had to take a quick break. But uh, getting back into it, talking ice fishing goals. That's the moment everyone's been waiting for. Like, get rid of that summer stuff. We're talking ice fishing. Yeah. Brett, what are some of your ice fishing goals this year? So I've, I've thought about this a little bit, and I kind of brought the the segment up to talk about this mm-hmm. here today. Uh, number one, well, actually, it's just two two main goals, is I want to target bigger catfish through the ice. Yep. And I want to try to target more walleyes. Okay. So the walleye can have any size to it. I just want to try to catch more. You want to specifically go after some walleyes through the ice. But I want to specifically catch bigger cats i mean i want to if i want to put a number to a goal i want to pull a 30 inch channel cat out of the through the ice how many pounds would that be i don't know what do you think 10 pound eight pound okay that's doable yep that's my goal i want to try to figure out because i can pull cats through the ice yep. you can find them but they just they're not always they don't always have a, a lot of size to them i mean they're still decent fish i mean you've seen the ones yep. we pull out of here in town yep. uh, i mean three four pounders uh, which are nice fish, and they put up a good fight, and they're fun to catch. But I, I have the the large ones on public water have eluded me. Yep. And I'd like to try to do that. That's a great goal. I think yep. that's that's think, awesome because cats are just that's a whole next that's next level stuff. Ice fishing. Well, it's something that gets overlooked a lot. Yeah, think about people that are going after big fish. Not a lot of people are doing that. Nope. 
and they so I think there's a population that's probably rel- relatively unharassed, maybe. Yeah. Uh, through a lot of our waters, and in Iowa, I mean, channel cats are. I mean, they're the primary game fish of the DNR. I feel like are stocking and have a lot of success in survival. Oh yeah. Um, and yep. getting some fairly large individuals out there, oh, and, and a lot of our public ponds, so or in lakes. So I think that that's a very realistic goal is to try to figure out where are these guys live because yep. I could find them. I'm just not always finding the big ones. And I want to be able to com- more consistently figure out where those big boys are living. I think you're saying we need to spend a little more time on Big Creek. Yep. Yep. Because there's Cause, some. Oh, my gosh. Magnums. That catfish tournament they do on there. Like, they're in there. There's some magnums in there. Oh, yeah. So Awesome. Good we deal. can do a whole other episode on how to. Um, I plan on going about that because we just don't. This will turn into a two-hour long oh gosh, episode yeah. if we do that. But And we've got plenty of time between now and ice season yep. to talk about that. But then also walleyes. So, yeah, walleyes. Um Man, yeah, that'll be interesting. Just try to figure out. I yep. mean, that that's why I said earlier, you know, maybe this year I won't catch as many fish, mm-hmm. but I want to try so to So you're, you're thinking more if we're not going to go after a couple of those, you know, a couple good trips, you know, we might as well just plan for the next trip. Sure. Yep. Yep. Yep, and not go, hey, we're going to go catch some dink perch tonight. Well, I've got some local areas to Ooh, check out. some local ponds. Yeah. All right. Not, not not for the walleye game, but for the catfish game. I think you can get in some walleye on some local stuff. Yeah, maybe one. Check the DNR surveys again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I got my idea if, in the first place. If you place. guys are following along to the, uh, I don't know what kind of, it's like an Excel spreadsheet kind of deal. What, a pivot table that they have on there that you can filter through yeah, a yeah. million different ways. It strikes me ways. as a pivot table, yeah. Yeah. For their, data, for their fishing survey data. On Iowa DNR, that is... The most legit thing they've done yeah. for fish surveys ever. You yeah. can, you know, sort by each individual fish survey, how big a fish you want. Yeah, what I like species, being able to break down by that size structure. Know, hey, I want to catch a 20-inch walleye. Where's my best Where am I going to go look? Yep. Yeah, that's what I oh, like man. the best about it. Gosh, that's great. That's yep. good stuff. So, yeah, no, I, f- I feel like that's that's definitely attainable. I think we can get you there. Yep, I think both those goals be along we for should the be able to pull them off. Sure. Rather than just going to Big Creek and being like, well, let's go over to Gwen's mm. Meat Hole and catch some bluegills. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's always a good bluegill bite. So, Ben, what do you think? What, what, what's, a, what's a goal or a so, dream or a best-case scenario? I don't want to ruin, like, the whole surprise of it because I feel like this is, like, talking next-level short rod show stuff. But I do want to go on the Mississippi and do a backwater strip. And I said that last year. year, and I said that the year before. And the ice is just so freaking tough. It's touchy. On, on pool 12 and 13 that it's just hit or miss. Yep. Like some years you can get on it pretty decent, and other, other years you can't. So I want to spend some more time researching actual spots to go because um, I think that's access is the hardest part. Yep. You know, and safe access is a whole nother story, trying to figure out ice conditions. But uh, first part of February, probably. Yeah, that's probably your most consistent, your best bet on most consistent ice that we have in Iowa is that first two weeks of February. Yep. Um, But just the variety there um, of of fish and the size size of fish. could be crazy. Yes, because I want to basically just throw everything at them. So what do you think you target out there? Perch? Everything. Walleyes? Yes. Tip-ups? Dogfish? dogfish sweet for sure dogfish yeah that's what i'm talking about <laughs> we're on a dogfish kick lately long story um but yeah that'd be that'd be legit or we should use dogfish as bait we definitely could do that too <laughs> they are so ugly oh my gosh <laughs> um but yeah we could catch those 
All of the above. How's that? Yeah. And, and get on a cat bite. That'd be sweet, too. Pool 12 and 13. Where's that at kind of roundabout? Dubuque, Bellevue area. Dubuque and Bellevue. Yep. And you're fishing the Iowa side? Well, no, we don't necessarily have to. I'd buy an Illinois license. I well, no, care. I'm just saying that those are the areas if, that you'd yeah, want to target. If you access from the Illinois side, you got to have an Illinois Yeah, that's Illinois what I mean. I don't want to really buy an Illinois license too bad. Yeah, so stay tuned for that because that's going to involve some uh, some travel, some means of transportation that we haven't seen before, I'm feeling. Ooh, all right. Um, yeah. You know, let's get awesome. that planned out early. The earlier I get that stuff planned out, the easier I have, the better odds I have of getting it to go. Yeah, because I'd like to include a couple other people in that too. Yeah. So I think that'd be that'd be a good, fun winter trip that probably a few more hands would be. And it's not a terrible long drive. No, it's not. Bad. That's the only thing that really slows me down a lot of long distance winter trips is yep. a lot of winter driving. And then, yep. although in the Mississippi, like you said, the ice can be so variable that. Yep. It's tough to plan out too far ahead. Yep. But um, I have a good backup plan for that too. So that'll that'll play into it as nice. well. So we, we might as well just put it in the calendar right now. Sweet. We'll do it. <laughs> We're going to go no matter what. Sick. Um, so that'll be cool. But one other goal, um, which I've kind of done, I guess you could say I've done, but definitely camping on the ice. Okay. I want to do you that. You'll do an overnight camp. Do that overnight. Um, and I'm almost thinking like. In the otter. Yep. Okay. Either go full cold like just freaking bundle up no heat you know rough it no i'm out on that or <laughs> i'm thinking generator and electric heater yeah uh, all that out there do you think your generator can handle electric heater yeah it can. oh yeah okay. absolutely or yeah I mean, we so can just get some propane yeah but i don't want to die that's the problem you just open the vents yeah you say that but then people go to sleep and they don't wake up Nah, it doesn't happen that often. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll figure that out. But I definitely do want to do a little overnight. Yeah, I'm in on that. Trip. I'm in for that. Because um, we talk about it, but it that's the whole next level it stuff. It takes some setup yeah. to be comfortable. You can do it yeah. with a lot of weight. Yeah, but, if, but just running ragged, yeah, not the You're best, not going to so. enjoy yourself. Yeah. yeah, that'll be fun. So, anyway, that's coming up this season. We'll... To definitely get into those goals i like that write it lot. down we got it on this podcast we gotta do it now. i know dang it people will hold us to it <laughs> oh my goodness heck yeah yep. so brett people have just been waiting till the end just trying to get to the surprise okay like i don't even know if we can wait any longer All right. what, what what's the surprise we're talking about sweet so we've uh jesse willick i think that's how you pronounce the last name mm-hmm. from isaholics on facebook reached out to us um and he's been a big fan of the show um, I've been a long time follower. Well, yeah. as long as they've been around, the, yeah. I haven't been around that all that long. He's just awesome. had a lot of success. Uh, following his Facebook page, um, and he reached out and he said, "Hey, we're going to try to do. We want to do a giveaway this year. We'd love to partnership with you guys." Also, turned out at the same time we were planning on doing a giveaway. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to give a, a dual giveaway. Yep. Um, so what we're doing is Jesse has some sort of limited edition uh, crazy. Uh, black betty free yeah. fall 13 fishing black betty free fall red and gold something or other it's it's super sick it's pretty sick oh my gosh it is pretty sick <laughs> yeah and we're gonna give away a clam ice float jack jacket parka yeah an ice armor ice armor yeah that's yep. that's what i was looking for so we're gonna give that away um so we're gonna team up on this so how we kind of decide to do it and we'll have the rules posted on our facebook here um shortly after this episode airs yep uh, the rules will be 
to get one entry, the typical on Facebook, like, share, comment uh, on this post, and that'll get you one entry. Yeah, generate some buzz for the show yep. and also the Isaholics page because yep. we want to push it back and forth. That's yeah. a good team there. Definitely. It's really pushing the sport of ice fishing way ahead. Yeah, well, their Facebook page, they just do such a great job of yeah. keeping good, honest content on there. Um, it's not just a bunch of crap, just a bunch of sales. It's, yep. you know, you go there, you can actually learn some things. It's not just the, you know, balls of the internet. Yep. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they, he does an excellent job. Yep. Um, so rules of the giveaway. Number one, like, share, follow, or like and share the co- and comment on the, the original post here. Yep. Number two, to get you a second entry. So we're giving away two things. Yep. And you're going to have multiple ways to enter. So make sure to do that. So yep. second way to enter, you got to follow both uh, Short Rod Show and Isaholics on Facebook. Yep. Third way to enter is follow both of us on, or subscribe to both of our YouTube channels. Um, so you have three ways to enter. We're giving away two two uh, things in two different drawings. So if you have multiple entries, say your name is picked for the first drawing, you still have those multiple those extra entries in the running for the second drawing. Yep. You'd be the luckiest. Son of a gun in the world <laughs> no, to get drawn for that. both times. Yep. And hopefully Ben doesn't get drawn on both of them. Yeah, I need to stay off Facebook. Uh, but <laughs> so that's that's what we're going to set up. The the specific rules, in case I slipped up a little bit here, will be yep. uh, posted in the in the Facebook post uh, here on Sunday. And we're going to run that for two weeks. Yeah, so we're going to we're gonna have Jesse on uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, he's going to do the drawing. Um, and we'll have the, uh, the winners announced. We'll ship it all at... Uh, our expense. Yep. Uh, send it out to you. Um, maybe we can even grab the winner on the podcast sometime and yeah, absolutely. say that, you know, people do actually win these things. It's <laughs> yeah, not no just kid. some hoax. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I'm super excited about that. I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm really yep. excited that Jesse reached out and he's such a big fan of the show. Uh, he's done a great job supporting us through his following. Yep. Um, yeah. Their page is blown up. Our page is blown up. It's too. been amazing. How I think I started following him when he, when there were maybe like three or 4,000 people following that isoholics. And now it's like yep. over 20. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, that's a big time. Yeah. And he's just a regular dude like us. Yeah. Pretty cool, too. So, yeah. Just, still working a regular full-time job, but loves the ice. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to ask him if And he, he put some serious investment into the, like, oh, that, yeah. that four-wheeler he put together this year. Yeah. Holy crap. That yep. thing is sick. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah, this this year, you know, we're trying to expand the show, expand the reach a little bit. Um, we constantly yep. hear people that are like, oh, I just found you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knew nothing about so it. So, try like, to wait, speed that up a little bit. Ice fishing podcast? What? Yep. So, that's that's been super cool. Um, and you know, we want to get your guys' feedback too throughout the season. You know, we're, we're bringing up some of the topics we want to talk about, but if there's something that you want to hear us talk about on the show, yep. send us a message, um, either through Facebook, short rod show, um, or through our website, which is contact at short rod show.com. Yep. Um, you can send us an email there. Love to hear from people. Uh, that's one of the best parts of what we do is getting to interact with, with all of our fans, um, hear about what's on their mind. Uh, you know, hear him say, "How oh, that last week, last week's episode that just sucked." Like, yeah. don't don't do that topic. Surprisingly, we've never heard that. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. Uh, some of the stuff we put out, but <laughs> that that's been super cool. So keep that coming. Yep. Keep uh, keep sending us messages and notes. And uh, the coolest part is to hear about people using our tactics to yeah. actually catch. Oh fish. yeah, gosh. Yes. And they're like, "Hey, I just tried what you guys said to do, and look at this. Hammered them. Here's yeah, here's a fish in my hand." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." Yep. That's pretty yep. sick. That's awesome. Because basically, uh, the other reason we started this was, you know, if you if you don't know someone that ice fishes, 
it's, it's tough, it's to, get tough to get into it. Yeah. And I don't, you know, when I first started, it was tough getting in and pretty depressing, yeah. like just trying to figure it out on your own. Um, you know, until you meet some people that know how to ice fish and, and know different tactics than you. And then you just start snowballing from there. Yeah. Cause if you don't know what's going on out there and you just drive past the lake and you're like, what the heck are these guys doing out here on this ice? Mm-hmm. You know I mean? You don't know what's going yeah. on out there. So that's what we live for. Like the, the whole winter we are jacked up, pumped up, ready to ice Checking fish. Checking ice, oh watching ice. Yep. Yep. Te- we we text back and forth every day on ice stuff. Yep. Like, oh my god. Although gosh. the short rod show has taken up a lot of that texting too also. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. So then yep. lastly, you guys have may have noticed as we wrap up, we finally got together, put some merch together. Um, it started out as a conversation, not even like... Yeah. We've said this before in other podcasts, you know, I don't want this to be like a sponsored podcast where, yep. you know, we're, we can only, we're, we're limited on what we can say or what we can talk yep. about. Um, that is going to be... I mean, we'll just be done doing the podcast before we get to that point. Yep. Um, so I think this is kind of a way to help us fund a few things. Um, yeah, because, I mean, it, it does, we do, we do, this is a labor of love, Yep. first of all. Um, and we do this, you know, just because we enjoy it. Um, you know, but it takes money to run a podcast, too. And uh, everyone's been asking about merchandise. Yeah. Wanting to know how, or they, how can, they can support it. How they can support we hear a lot show, of that. Uh, how they can represent the short run. And I'm not show. really comfortable with someone just sending us money. Like, no. I got to have some, they got to have something in return. Exactly. So. Yep. So yeah, Brett's put in a lot of work uh, getting the store set up. Um, Short rod show sweatshirts. They're super nice. I mean, when, yeah, this is good. So that how, was important. How it really started, just getting it all set up, was Ben was like, "Hey, I want to. We need to get some sweatshirts made with Short Rod Show on them." And you sent a, sent me that link to those fishing, yeah, fishing jerseys that were like a hundred bucks for like a spandex, yeah, jersey. And it Custom. looked like freaking a NASCAR driver on that thing. <laughs> Ricky Bobby sweatshirts. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I'm not all that. I don't love that look of that sweatshirt, but maybe we could come up with something else. So then we looked at <laughs> just buying sweatshirts and getting them embroidered. And then that kind of just led me down the, the the rabbit hole of, well, how do people get this merch stuff put together and yep. stuff? And so we found a company. I mean, both Ben and I, we I want to focus on the show. I mean, the merch is whatever. I Really, what the merch was, was I could buy a sweatshirt that says Short Rod Show so that I have one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I really <laughs> am very thankful if any of you guys ever decide to purchase any of this stuff, but really that is not a focus of anything at all. Yeah, we um, didn't want to be sitting here cranking out T-shirts during yeah. ice season. Yeah, I don't to, want Ben cutting out cut into stickers our fishing again on his, on his <laughs> yeah. kitchen room table. Yep. Uh, but no, this company that we do, they do everything. I mean, all I do is do the T-shirt design. Um, I mean, they take care of yep. inventory. They take care of printing, shipping, billing, uh, everything. Um, yep. So, I mean, it's it's a drop ship company. So, what that is is once you order, then they make it, then they ship it to you. So, it's not Amazon. You're not going to get it tomorrow. Yep. Um, I, mean, I think when I ordered this stuff, it took two weeks yep. pretty much from the time I ordered it, time I got it. But it's here. a custom product, and that's what yep. we wanted. We wanted something that looks nice. Yep. It's got our nice font, our nice It is super it. nice. Like, I will. And, oh shit! Uh, I forgot I had water <laughs> Don't in there. Spill the water. I forgot I had water table. in there. Uh, I will say. Soak it um, up with t-shirt. I've been very impressed with the with the mug, the yeah, tumbler. Tumbler's pretty. Slick. So it's got a watertight lid on it. Like, so I had coffee in there the other day, yeah. and Thomas was got to it before while I was taking care of Gwen. Thomas got to it and was dinking with it. I'm like, oh crap! Not a drop of coffee spilled out of that sucker. Very impressed with it. The t-shirt. So it's very long. So if you yeah. if you got a butt crack problem. There you uh, go. Bending over, your crack won't stick yeah, out. Yeah, it's not a $5 yep. Gildan nope. Haynes t-shirt. Nope. So I do, I am actually, like, for the price of these things, I am actually fairly impressed with the quality of the sweet of this stuff. That's why I wanted to make sure I ordered it, make sure it was decent before we started pushing it. But Yeah, so we'll have that up on our website here 
pretty soon. Yep, we'll push that out here. I'll at least push the link to our store here maybe uh, sometime today on Sunday. Um, and, yeah, if you guys like what you see, pick up a sweatshirt. Yeah, check it support out. Support the Short Rod Show. It pick up helps. a sticker. There's a bunch of stickers on there. If you want to do the most bang for the buck, supporting us, not worried about what you're buying, the stickers is how we get the most. <laughs> how, where we have the most markup exactly. is on the stickers. Yeah, greatest, greatest margin right off the bat, being transparent. <laughs> but I was super pumped about the Short Rod Show mug, actually. I like, I, there's something about having coffee in a mug versus the tumbler. And I'm you're not always drinking into, coffee here. I really awesome. enjoy the coffee in the tumbler, or in the mug. Just You got the aroma, and you can see it. I just like it better. <laughs> I just like it more. Oh, man. Yep. Well, I got so, water in it today. That's the big news uh, this season. We'll get some merchandise got out. Got the merch rolling. Um, you know, just like I said, trying to support and grow the channel yep. is important. Um, you know, Ooh. Brett and I want to want to keep this up as long as long as we can. Keep ice fishing, having fun with you guys, bringing you content every week, uh, and just keeping yeah. it relevant. That's, and I mean, that's we important. Would, we will, anyways. You don't have to buy anything, but um, yeah. like I said, it originally started out of we talked about yeah, we got, wanting our own sweatshirts, and honestly, this was the cheapest option. Yep, and, and I'm pretty happy with the quality of the sweatshirt. Not so, not so bad. Otherwise, yeah, we'll just keep drinking Aldi beer and yeah, crushed up beer cans that playing out in the basement. Hopefully, got a. Uh, Time off, money know. off on this super old. Probably fell out of the back of a pickup or something. Probably from last year's uh, probably short rod show shenanigans. Probably, yeah. Cool, awesome. Well, we'll be back next week and have some more content for you guys. Really looking forward to season three. Really good to kick it off and get, and get going here. So awesome. Well, we'll catch you next time on the short rod show. Mm-hmm.